Hey, how's it going? It's Robin Smith, and it's time for the Robin Smith Show for Sunday, January fifteenth. Fifteenth, January fifteenth. Welcome. Oh my God, it's a hundred episodes. Well, well, well. Uh, first, actually, first things off. Thanks for being here. Um, if you're listening to this uh, episode, you might be a new listener. You might be a longtime listener. If you've been with me since the first episode, just go ahead and give yourself a pat on the back for having the most patience of anyone in a 50-mile radius. Uh, yeah. There's no guest today. It's a solo episode. I said that I was trying to have a guest on, and I guess it's just the divine plan unfolding that it's just me here. Um also, I meant to do an episode last week. I just didn't get around to it. Uh, you know, if you're new here, this is a podcast of a sad, sad man who does nothing but complain at you, make excuses, and every now and then play some music uh, and interview some guests about various psychological and spiritual phenomena. I don't know. Actually, you know, here's what I want to do. Um, one of my former professors, uh, Dr. George Whitehead the Third, he um, he was on last year, and he's gonna he'll be up. Uh, I'm gonna have him on in April this year, but he was like, "That's 100, 100 episodes. You know, you should you should do some reflecting. And uh, what's your vision? You know, moving forward. You know, what's what what do the listeners have in store for the future? And you know, I mean, if you're if you've been with me since the beginning, then you know you know what to expect, which is that this whole thing is being built while we fly. We're I'm I'm like a I'm like the ape, one of those apes in uh, 2001: Space Odyssey who's picking up the bone, and I'm like, is this what this is an animal? But I don't think of it as a weapon. Surely I can't use this as a weapon. Eventually, some aliens are going to leave some technology, and I'll figure it all out. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Um, okay, so. None of that made sense, but here we are anyway. I, I really, this is a firm commitment. Every now and then, I will scrap this pre-roll, and I'll start. I'll do a new take, and I'll start from the top. But not today. No, 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 no. Um, I want to reflect and review, actually. So I'm going to take my uh, former professor. I didn't explain the context here. He, I had him for social psychology in undergrad at Salisbury University. Um, and, uh, yeah, he also helped me with, uh, one of my advanced like credit units that I needed, uh, to graduate. Um, anyway, you go back and listen to that episode if you want to, uh, George is a great guy and we had a lot of fun. He's going to come on again in April, as I said, but I want to, I want to reflect and review here. I got some stats for you. Um, actually, no, hold on. Let's go here. Here's what I wanted to do. This was, um, if you go back and listen to the first episode, welcome to the show. I, I talk about kind of my intention. This was back in October 2020. And uh, I wanted to read from this Google Doc file that I created when I was just kind of, again, figuring out what am I doing? Why am I doing it? Why does it matter? What am I aiming at? And uh, yeah, I just want to read this just to kind of do a time capsule check here. Um so why did I start a podcast? Uh, my deepest motivation to start this podcast is to connect with people well, – actually, to connect people with one another uh, with ideas and with a healthy curiosity for learning new things. 
Um, I want to facilitate long-form conversations with professionals of varying expertise in varying fields. And my hope is that whatever positive perspective or message can be offered to the community of listeners, um, however large or small, will make a meaningful difference in other people's lives. So I, I feel like I've done that. I feel like I'm true to that kind of mission for this show. I mean, again, I just got through telling you I'm I'm still unwrapping I'm still unboxing the unwrapping the box of whatever this is. I, I I'll be doing this probably 500 episodes, and you'll hear me being like 500 episodes. What am I doing here? <laughs> you know, I feel like it's still going to be that way. But anyway, um, back to the time capsule. When people ask me what my show is about, I use the analogy of going to university and being ruthlessly undeclared in any one major. One can walk into any department and strike up a gripping conversation with a professor or department chair or the building services staff member. Everyone has a story to tell. So this show is about bringing people together, challenging perspectives, educating and entertaining the audience. This one was – this is – I feel like if I go back, you know, I either have therapists on, musicians or someone connected in the music industry, audio engineers um, – or or just various uh, other professions, but like, uh, you know, like a- attorneys, uh, mediators, but like, you know, from time to time, uh, I'll just have the random, what am I trying to say? Ma- mainly therapists and mainly musicians, but I feel like it's been very therapist heavy. So in terms of the whole vision of going to a university and going into different departments, I feel like I have failed that um, aim here. Uh, I'm going to have on actually it's one of the joys of this show is I'll just be here's, here's, here's what it's like. I'm sitting at my desk and I'm doing my to-do list and on my to-do list, I'm, I'm working on X, whatever it is. And I'll just kind of associate from X to Y it's related, but then I'll go kind of just deep down some rabbit hole spiral and I'll realize like, oh, I'm reaching out to someone to ask for them to come on my podcast with like very little hope that they're actually even going to see this message. And I just like tunnel back to the main I, the main task that I was doing. But when it, what ends up happening is the people who I just randomly reach out to to come on the show, they're like, yeah, I'd love to come on. And then I'm like, oh, shit, I wasn't expecting that. Right. So um Anyway, uh, I, I've got a uh, someone I reached out to who writes for Very Well. Um, it's a, a website that just very, I don't know, high-level perspective. It's like a health website that has different high-quality articles that are vetted by healthcare professionals. Um, but in the Very Well mind, it's like mostly mental health. I was reading an article on internal family systems, which is a type of therapy – and uh, reached out to this journalist, uh, mental health writer, and she's like, I'd love to come on your show. And so, you know, there's a merge or a, a convergence of the mental health field, but also someone who's got a background in journalism. I just, I don't know, I feel like, I feel like the second bullet point of why do the show and what's it about is I really do want to heavy up on other domains, like other areas, um, you know, philosophy, anthropology, sociology, biology, politics, history, physics. Nutrition, general medicine, neuroscience, hockey. Let's not forget comedy, okay? The show description says a comedy podcast. I also don't know how true I am to that because, you know, I haven't had any comedians on. Let's put it that way. I'm, I'm, I need to get comedians on because I feel like comedians have the most freedom 
to be able to say whatever they want off the cuff because they trust themselves and they're also good bullshit detectors. So, or they'll, 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 there was a, a conversation between Bill Burr and Bill Maher. What a fucking treat that was. Cause they were both just never letting anything go. When one would say one thing and the other would be like, I take issue with that. And then the comedians can do it in a way that's, um, I don't know. It's, it's uh, adversarial, but at the end of the day, it's also, you know, they're, they're also just the highest value is finding something that's funny and speaking the truth. This is another thing, right? Like comedians, their role is speaking truth to power, the court gesture, et cetera, et cetera. So um, I feel like the only elements of comedy in this show is if I have really funny guests on or if I am, you know, fucking around and making fun of myself. But otherwise I, I have, there's been no comedians to date and that's something that I want to change. Um, okay. So let's plow ahead here. The format of my show may evolve right now. It's going to take on two formats. This is back to the time capsule. The listeners who are still, um, who are still tuned in the format of my show may evolve right now. It's going to take on two formats, me rambling about shit that's going on in the news or in my personal life. I feel like I've been true to that. Uh, or me rambling about shit with a guest or a group of guests again, uh, true to that. Um, the length of episodes will vary, but I'm a big fan of long form conversation. In fact, it might interest you listeners to know what podcasts inspired and influenced me to start my own show. So in no particular order, stuff you should know, the making sense podcast with Sam Harris, uh, formerly waking up with Sam Harris, the Jordan B. Peterson podcast, WTF with Mark Marin, Joe Rogan experience, Monday morning podcast with Bill Burr, very bad wizards with Tamler Summers and Dave Pizarro, Conan O'Brien needs a friend. And many, many more. Um, the last thing here, it says, my commitment to my audience is that I'll try to publish a new episode every week. We'll see what day I can get consistently, I can consistently get things to go live by. I'm hoping it'll be able to go out every Sunday night. So that's, I haven't been able to do every week. I was strong for the first 50 episodes. Uh, yeah, it's it's hard, man. It's hard. I feel like I've, I'm doing so many things that uh, I, I really... Sometimes I've actually had to just put in my AirPods and like while I'm driving to some event that's on my schedule, I'll like I'll record the episode, you know, on the go. I feel like that's the only way I can stay true to delivering every week. And um, yeah, what's the problem with that? I feel like I have perfectionistic parts of me that are like, no, you bought this expensive microphone and you should, you know, record the episode down in the studio. But really, I feel like that's not true. Like what I value more is connection and um yeah, in 2023, my aim here is to be more regular. Actually, I, this is a great um, pivot point because one of the things that Buzzsprout gives me is the uh, like the reflect and review uh, for sorry the um, like the best of the year and back. It's called Backtrack 2022 Stats. So, yeah, I actually average about three point three three episodes a month. So almost, almost once a week. Um, let's see here. Most popular city in twenty twenty two was Silver Spring. So listeners in Silver Spring, you are the majority, at least in twenty twenty two. Also, other notable cities: Olney, Maryland; uh, Whitting, Whiting, New Jersey; uh, of course, Washington D.C. Uh, and Gloversville, New York, of all places. Not New York City. I'm talking about Gloversville. Okay, so you listeners in Gloversville, shout out to you all. Um, 27 countries in 2022, 
Most of them was the United States, of course. Uh, but the UK was second place, and then the Netherlands in third place, and then Canada, and then India. Um, and then top episodes, and the winner for 2022. So 2021, the winner was uh, Josh Foster. And for 2022, I can't remember what episode he was. Number whatever, I don't have it in front of me. But uh, for 2022, the winner is number episode 63 Marilyn Spinadel and uh that was a great episode go back and listen to that i don't i'm not surprised it's number 1 uh let's see i think that's all the interesting stats that i want to read here okay um uh, let's talk about actually should we break let's break i have a i have a track here to um share with you all from a former guest Jimmy Stewart um, his album just left of beautiful. I play a couple of tracks, uh, drain or sorry, train to Kamakura or Kakamura. Kakamura is the, <laughs> from, from Moana, Kamakura, train to Kamakura. Uh, and then Lemoyne, which was an award-winning, uh, song on that episode. So if you like what you're about to hear and you want to hear more, definitely go check out Jimmy's episode. Um, actually I should find it for you. Let me just find it for you. Uh, hold on a second. Pause for edit for holding. Hold for editing, I mean. Do, 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 do. All right. Uh, where is this? Hold on. Jimmy Stewart. Okay, episode 59. Um, okay, but anyway, so here it is. So this is Tell You Ride from Just Left of Beautiful.
Yes. Yes, Jimmy Stewart. Dude. Um, yeah. I love I love it, it, listening to his stuff is very relaxing and also uh I don't know, gets you in some sort of a zone. Jimmy takes you to another plane. I remember talking to him in that episode about like the importance of when you're on stage as a performer and like losing the ego and, and just going into the flow state and just channeling that and he's like, Yeah, you know, he's been doing it long enough where he just knows how to go right into that zone and um and the audience can feel it, you know? Everyone, everyone can feel it. Um, anyway, so I've got some upcoming guests that I really am excited about. I mean, I, first of all, next week, uh, the lovely Nina Tracy is on. She's a marriage and family therapist at The Mindful Heart. And fun fact, I actually – she was my first associate that I hired many, many moons ago. Excuse me. Back when my practice was called Your Couples Therapist, not The Couple and Family Clinic. And then um, afterwards, uh, Rich Del Grande, who's a former guest of the show – full-time teacher, part-time performer, professional goofball. Uh, He and I are going to – I believe that's going to be in-person interview. He's going to come into the studio and that – you should listen to that one because we're going to be experimental. We're going to do something different and it will be a first, I think, for the show. So stick around for that show. Uh, Next, Dr. Emily Cook. Again, another marriage and family therapist, uh, owner of Emily Cook Therapy. And then let me tell you something. Remember what I said before the break, before the music – how just sometimes I will just randomly, just on a whim, I will just reach out to someone and be like, there's no way they're getting back to me. Guess who is coming on? You probably never heard of him, okay? Because uh, this show is for a lay audience. But uh, those in the IFS community, internal family systems community, get fucking ready for this conversation. I'm talking about the one and only Bob Falconer, okay? Robert Falconer, uh, the author of Many Minds, Oneself, and... He's actually his book, I believe, is coming out. He told me it's coming out this year. Uh, he's been working on it for. Uh, he said, I think he's been working for it over like over a decade. It's called Unattached Burdens and Guides: The Others Within Us. Um, I'm not going to go into it, but don't miss that episode. Okay, do not miss it. Uh, and then, of course, I've got Laura Goldstein. Uh, she's not on the calendar yet. Uh, Amen Alam also got to book him. I think he's coming in March. Uh, Lori Goldstein's also a marriage and family therapist, a former neighbor of mine. She used to live in my neighborhood. I was like, hey, MFT power, another MFT in this neighborhood. Uh, and then Eamon, you listeners, uh, longtime listeners might know that Eamon is the husband of Hillary Cole, who came on um, a few months back. And Proposition 4 passed uh, for legalizing cannabis uh, for recreational use. So um, Eamon, uh, I met Eamon back in Salisbury, back in undergrad. Anyway, okay, a lot to say about the guests, but I'm going to pivot here, all right? So it's really excited about those upcoming guests. Um, I have to say that last week, there was a good reason why I did not uh, do the episode. Last weekend, my daughters got baptized. And, I mean, if you, if you don't know, they're, they're uh, four and seven, Usually, you know, people get baptized when they're little babies, right? Or sometimes if they, like, have a conversion and they come into the the church uh, when they're an adult. But um, I remember the Reverend Joshua was like, yeah, age four is kind of right there on the line of consent. When we were doing, like, the rehearsal baptism, uh, my youngest was feeling maybe kind of uh, on the fence about whether or not she wants to get her hair wet or her head wet, rather. 
Uh, but it was beautiful. It was so beautiful. And, um, I can't, I just can't even to put into words other, I, I, what I can say is being in the church and watching that old ritual happening with my girls, I was, you know what? Here's the best way to describe it. Um, when I got married, my heart was overflowing with joy, uh, tears of joy. You feeling it, this, this emotion that only comes and visits, uh, you know, it was like the first time I've had that emotion visit me in a long, long time. Let me put it that way. And then it visited again when my firstborn was born. And then it visited again when my secondborn was born. And then it visited again when they got baptized. Um, they had naming ceremonies, but when they were little, we were going to the Washington Ethical Society. We were more secular. And um, those were meaningful events, but there was something much different about that. You know, the, secular folks can be spiritual. They can still have some concept of, of course, of the infinite. Um, but the jury's out on whether it's a loving awareness, a loving being. I don't know how many atheists would be like, yeah, yeah, the, the universe loves me. You know, they might, you know, but... Um, after the spiritual awakening, uh, it was just very clear that we needed to go to a different worship, you know? And so this ritual of getting them baptized was, yeah, it was, it was more powerful. It was deeper. Uh, and I, again, I, I'm finding it's, it's hard to put this stuff into words, but yeah, that was just, it was beautiful. Uh, these girls got their little candles that they're given and they're they're legit. It's like you think you're legit when you move from the the little printer paper name tags to like the button. It's like no no you're fucking legit when you were baptized. Now you're in the club. Now you're in right. Um. Anyway. Um. Moving along here. Yes. I, I just I'm very I'm very glad that that ha- I, you know sometimes let me put it this way. When I had kids, I was thinking like. I mean, I think even after I had, if I, after I had our first daughter, I was like, okay, l- like mission accomplished, right? Like the whole line of ancestors. All right, we've got another one on the field. We can go. I, I, if I get hit by a truck, all right, I'm all right. Uh, this was like the spiritual version of that, <laughs> where they were like, they were baptized. It was like, all right, all right, souls in heaven. All right, all right, we're good. All right, we can die now. You know, it was kind of, as silly as that sounds. It was like a it was a it was a spiritual version of okay, mission accomplished. You <laughs> check that off. Um, anyway, you all hear about the just this is a hard segue, hard pivot. You heard about the news story: the six year old and uh, with the gun that shot their teacher in Newport News, Virginia. Um, I don't know what to say about the story other than it's like it's. It's what I've said every time you hear me talk about uh, gun violence, although this obviously this time we're talking about truly an innocent um, a child. I mean, a child's different, obviously. Right. And I don't know. I don't know anything. I, I maybe I, I don't know why I even wanted to put it here because I don't know anything about the story other than it happened. I didn't look into it, uh, but I just wanted to connect with you all on that story of. I keep, I don't know, long-time listeners know, like I keep, I keep running into stories about gun violence and 
talk with guests about it. I, I ramble on solo shows about it. Um, I, I feel compelled to always try to scratch my head. I have a problem solving part of me that is like, okay, like, what do we need to do, man? What do we need to do? How can we stop this? I know I'm not responsible for stopping it alone. I know that. Of course, that's delusional. I'm just, every time I come across the story, I'm like, what can, what can I do? I guess that's a p- feeling of helplessness. Um, you know, like <clears throat> maybe when, when you, when you hear these stories of gun violence, do you have the similar experience where you're just like, you feel your heart feels and then you move on with your day. That's probably the normal metabolism of, of coming across these stories. I mean, I've, that, that's what happens for me, but the stories reemerge and reemerge and reemerge. I mean, obviously it's going to be different if you've been directly touched by gun violence, you know, but I don't know. I keep, I get, I get obsessed about like civic responsibility with that. What are you supposed to like? I don't know. You go at the policy level. Maybe this is, maybe this is uh maybe I can be more intentional when I get uh, guests on, maybe I can have someone on who is specializes in um, law enforcement, um, firearm safety, uh, or even uh, local policy. I mean, that we're, I mean, this story came out of Newport news, but just in general, I don't know. Like I, I, just rambling about the story is is not enough. I want to do something. Does this is this making sense? Is this this is just the sad ramblings of someone who's just trying to process something on the fly? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I but I obsessed is right. I am obsessed with this, and I don't know why. Um, I'm obsessed with this more than I am about Caps hockey. How's that for a pivot? Fucking Capitals. Washington Capitals lost to the Flyers. Uh, but you know, we're doing better. We're doing better than the Flyers overall. Right. So that's good. We just can't seem to, can't seem to get, get a win against them. Uh, but it's also great to see Backstrom and Wilson back on the ice after being out, um, for the whole season. Was that, I know Backstrom was out for the whole season. Was Wilson out for the whole season? Uh, he was out for a long time. I don't know. All right. Where are we doing on the show here? We're at 27 minutes. My God. Okay. All right, you heard you heard me correctly. Next week, I've got a guest on, Nina Tracy. Really excited to bring you that conversation. Uh, before we go here, let's do a read. Feeding America, in a country that wastes billions of pounds of food each year, it's almost shocking that anyone in America goes hungry. Yet every day, there are millions of children and adults who do not get the meals they need to thrive. We work to get nourishing food from farmers, manufacturers, and retailers to people in need. At the same time, we also seek to help our neighbors build a path to a brighter, food-secure future. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Oh, and one more thing before I go. Go back and listen to last episode 99, uh, Kim Schneiderman. Uh, I'm, I'm working on her uh, book, Step Out of Your Story. I'm on the character exposition part of, you know, there, there are psychological benefits to writing an autobiography. Her book doesn't ask you to write an autobiography, autobiography, but it does ask you to write the current chapter of your life that you are authoring. It's basically making that explicitly clear and writing in the third person to give you some psychological distance from what's going on in your life. Um, and I have found it to be very compelling 
and uh, helpful. Go listen to that episode because we also talk about other uh, writing prompts from an IFS-informed perspective. So, yeah. All right. So take care of yourselves. That's it for the show. And, yes, I will not be off next week. I'll be bringing you my conversation with the one and only Nina Tracy. So take care of yourselves. Uh, Until next time. The Robin Smith Show is produced by me, Robin Smith. Executive produced by Robin and Kelly Glenn Smith at Team Robley. Theme song by The Very Small. The show is engineered by one of my alters, Games Nabisco. Listeners can get in touch by calling the hotline at 301-458-0883. Messages can be sent to robinsmithshow at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow the show on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Disclaimer. This podcast is for general information purposes only and does not constitute the practice of medicine, psychotherapy, or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice. Note, no therapist-patient relationship is formed. The use of this information is at the listener's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment. Listeners should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition they have and should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions.